You're listening to Hammer and Anvil, your one-stop podcast for all things hobby. Sit back and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to another weekly edition of Hammer and Anvil, where we discuss all things hobby. Tonight, I'm joined by Dean and Lofty. Hi, boys. How are we, how are we both and what's on your hobby desks this week? How's it going? Let's first, Lofty, with that, I think. Um, no, it's not well. First of all, I'm, I'm very well, thank you. Uh, back at work, so the, the hobby is kind of stuck in a back step. But I've just been working on uh, some school crushes for my AOS army. Um, and other than that, that's about all the hobby that I've had a chance to do. Awesome. What about you, Dean? Um, I've been hobbying of a different variety this week. Um, I've actually started cleaning out my shed um, and turned it into a hobby spears. Um, so we've got a place to, to redo the floor and the walls, etc. And I've sort of drawn together how, how it's going to look. I'm going to have a workbench and a, an aspir- uh, airbrush booth and so on and so forth. So that's Lovely. been my... <laughs> this week, no, no models or anything, unfortunately. How's Grayskull? Um, Grayskull is on the back burner at the minute. Um, <laughs> all the brickwork is complete, um, but yeah, it's just on the back burner at the minute. Oh, that, that's all good. Um, so today, well, the, the past half an hour, I've been working on my own little things. I've, I've just finished off my uh, my gore beast. Just got to do the riders now. And I've finished also sticking up my um, repulsor. Good. So just oh, got to get it, it sprayed. Just got to get it sprayed up now. Just got to get it yeah. sprayed up, which would be nice. I see it in doing that. I really do. <laughs> yeah, and I I can I can agree with that. It was a it was a pain <laughs> of a kit, but I had to cut some bits away and whatever, and realised I stuck some bits wrong. But so today the topic in question. Which is, um, how do you keep hobby motivation? No, that is a question with so many answers, isn't it? I like it. It's gonna. Sorry, carry on. No, no, I said I like it. What what else? This is something which I think a lot of people struggle with, and so to hear somebody else's opinion of it is going to be really interesting. Yeah, everyone's going to have their own take on it, I suppose. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it also—I mean, it's—it's it's quite a broad thing to say. Hobby motive? How do you keep hobby motivation? Because it's like, do you mean just on on when when you sat at your desk painting, or do you mean in the long run, or you know, there's yeah, so yeah, many yeah. different ways to actually take that. I think. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with every word of that. It's it's. Not an ambiguous question in the sense of it has different meanings, but it certainly has a lot of different answers. Okay, so let, let's break it down then. So say you sat at your desk, you're, you're going to do two to three hours of painting or building. How, how would you keep the motivation going when, you, when you're busying away? Do you want to go first with this, Lofty? Yeah, yeah. I mean, to answer that question, I'm going to sort of, I never set myself a time limit on my painting, and I find that helps quite a lot. Uh, sometimes I'll sit down and I'll do half an hour, or sometimes I'll be sat there for six hours. But because I haven't set myself like 
I'm going to do three hours of this. I'm not sitting there like it's a chore. I sort of come yeah. to my desk yeah. as and when I want. You know, okay, if I've got something, sometimes I'll be sat at work and I'll go, oh, I really can't wait to get home. I really can't wait to get home because I've got this new kit I want to build or I need to finish the highlights on that or whatever. And I'll sort of rush home and I'll grab dinner and then I'll sit down and that's me and I'm zoned. But then I maybe find about an hour later that I can't be bothered. Yeah. You know, so I never, I, I try to sort of, yeah, just don't give myself a time limit to start off Gordon, with. The floor is yeah. yeah. How about you, Dean? Um, I'm I'm slightly different. I I I have to have structure. I can't really go with the flow as you do. Um, so when it comes to sort of you know, let let's talk about my Castle Grayskull for example for a minute. I can't just freehand that. I've had to design it and measure it and all this. And the way I think that I would answer you, you the first sort of bit of this question, Steve, is. To set yourself a realistic goal yeah. for what you want to do. If you said an evening, so let, let's say an evening. Um, you're not going to paint a 2,000-point army in an evening. <laughs> you know I'll be mean? impressed. Well, exactly. So I think, you know, if, if you've got a new box, let's, you know, say uh, Space Marines. Space Marines, very, very easy thing to build. Um, if you've got a new box of them, I think set yourself the goal of building them in an evening. If it takes yeah. you an hour, you know, that's great. You've got a bit more time. If it takes you three, but you still get it done, you've achieved your goal. And yeah. I think that's what I think that's really, really important is to set yourself a realistic, you know, time frame and um, a, an end sort of what you want at the end of it. So tonight, I'm going to build a box of intercessors, for example. Yeah. And I think that's, that's the, the first step to staying motivated, in my yeah. eyes. You see, I'm quite the same as that. Like, in the morning, I'll think, right, I'm going to do a bit of hobbying tonight, and I'll get uh, and I'll get a piece of paper, and I'll write, and I'll think, right, I want to get this, 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 and this done tonight. And if I get this done as well, it's a bonus. Yeah. So, like you say, I, I like structure, but then... I might start doing something and go, hold on a second, I'm gonna do that as that and then I get and then I get sidetracked by something else and me list yeah, just no. goes out the window. Which I've been guilty of a few times, but I still get almost the same amount of work done. I think we're all a bit guilty of that. Yeah. But um yeah. So um how about if you're gonna like say for, like um you've got three or four projects on your desk. Would you think that's too much to kill the motivation? Or is that, what would you say is um, the optimum, in your opinion, your optimum, like paint cue, let's say, to not One. kill motivation? One. <laughs> One. <laughs> <laughs> One project. Um, You're not going to like my desk. Uh, <laughs> mate, I've, I've seen pictures of people's desks so when they put them on social media and they go, you know, I'm not knocking anyone because everybody works their own way. But when they sit there and they go, rate my desk, or they go, show me yours for motivation, and it absolutely makes my skin crawl. <laughs> to see things that aren't organised and 
I mean, I, I've got like, I think, four paint racks now. And the paint yeah. organized all in number and all my brushes are in size and everything's just there. And I know, you know, I, I could paint essentially blindfolded in the sense that I know where everything is. Wow. Um, but yeah, one project. I could not be dealing with more than one project. I could not do it. Nah. So do you not like... Okay, say you're doing your Raven Guard. Yeah. Do you... Because I, I, I've seen your I've seen your painting photos and stuff, and you like to do you sort of sub-assembly paint. Yeah. Do, would you say, okay, so I've got a squad of intercessors there, and I've got a squad of eliminators there, for instance. Would you class those as two projects, or one project... Yes. Yes, so you'd have to yes, get the intercessors finished first before moving on yeah, to the eliminators. It's a simple answer. I got um, I got a little bit too obsessive last year. Um, when I, when I left the army, I, I I lived by myself for almost two years, um, and I got to a point where it wasn't a hobby; it was becoming more of an obsession. <laughs> um, and it, it sounds daft, but I mean, I, I was coming home. I lived quite literally across the road from where I worked. It took me less than two minutes to get home. So I'd be in, I'd eat dinner. And because I finished work quite early as well, by four in the afternoon, I was painting. And it was getting to sort of 10, 11 o'clock. And I had these things all over my desk. And I was like, right, this is it. You know, I've, I've got to stop. So that's when, come on, and, and honestly, mate, it, it sounds a bit, people are, are sitting and listening, going, oh, six hours painting a night, you know, you live by yourself, it, it's fantastic. And it was, it was brilliant, but it started to get too much like a chore, like you said. Um, so I had to sort of compartmentalise everything. Did yeah. you? Like, even if I buy, let, let's say I, I go to the shop in Coventry there and I buy intercessors, eliminators, like you say, and, and a repulsor. What's going to take the least amount of time? Well, probably the intercessors, because they're yeah. fairly simple to paint. You know, I've got a fairly simple paint scheme anyway, so I'll do them. Then it's the eliminators, then it's the repulsor. And I just yeah. wouldn't, I, I won't deviate from that, because it would just fill in my brain. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, with that and your whole you compartmentalising everything and like you've just list off like the easiest thing to start with going on to the hardest. Yeah. Just gonna divert off that a little bit and say what gave you the biggest motivation when you've been painting it? Is this for me now, Steve, yeah? Yeah, yes it is, mate. Sorry. What's given me the biggest motivation? Um I've got no idea you know, what you're gonna say. You know what? Surrounding myself with people who will build me up. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that's something that the guys down our club do brilliantly, um, whether it's giving advice or whether it's complimenting. I've never had a bad word said against any of my models. Now, that's not because I'm a brilliant painter, but it's because I surround myself with positive people. Yeah. Even... For example, like my Instagram page, uh, there's a guy on Instagram, um, Joe, his page is called Encounter Terrain. Um, and this, it's a slight digression, but it is on, on, on subject. And about six months ago, there was a, a whole host of messages went around Instagram of people wanting you to join groups and show your work and this, that and the other and whatever yeah. else. And I wasn't interested in that. 
And he said it brilliantly. He said, it's not about getting the most supporters or the most followers. It's about getting the correct ones. And for that, I used the two hashtags. I used spread the hobby love and share yeah. the hobby love. Yeah. And through, through those two hashtags, I get some of the most positive comments, the most positive people. And I don't know whether it's because I'm just looking or whether I've been savvy or what, you know. But the people who sort of give back and they say, this could potentially be improved. Have you tried this, this, that and the other? Um, and just cut the negativity out, man, because you don't need it in any walk of your life, never mind just your, your hobbying. So the, the biggest motivator to get my army done was the, the, the people around me. You know, yourself, yeah. Steve, um, all the guys down the club where we play, and everyone just sitting there going, you know what, they, you're not doing a bad job, son, um, was, was really, really fantastic for me. So Yeah. I mean, with with what you just said, it's like you could paint a model. You look at it, you think, you know what? I'm not quite sure. You put it, mm-hmm. you, put, you, you show it to everyone at the group, and they go, "Yeah, man, that's awesome." And you, you look at it again, you think, you know what? Yeah, it is. It just gives yeah, you that I extra little buzz, bit of a buzz. It just sort of makes you feel proud of your work. And you know it what? Does. It could look like it's been. Um, Painted by Johnny, aged five, you know, and, and it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. So long as you surround yourself with people, even if they are criticising your work, doing so correctly and saying, you know what, mate, actually, it's a great job. It's a great effort. Have you tried this? Not you should do this. Do you know what I mean? I, I think that makes it's, a difference. It's a phrase which is very important. So, yeah. So, yeah. What about you guys? Lofty, how, how do you sort of keep motivated with in, in that respect? Now, this is something I've felt quite... I've been thinking about quite a lot, uh, especially with uh, us being in lockdown. Um, yeah. When it first started, I sort of rubbed my hands together and said, brilliant, this is great. I've got all day, every day, and I can paint, and I can paint, and I can just hobby all day long, yeah. and no one can say anything. And that lasted for about a week. <laughs> and then I found my motivation was dying rapidly, you know, and I was like, oh, I've got these 20 Reavers, I can't be bothered. Yeah. Um, forgetting the fact that I'd already painted 20, and I put it down to that. Uh, I was like, oh, it's just 20 more of the same model. But then all the way through the lockdown period, more and more motivation was going, and I'd sit in my paint desk, and I just couldn't be bothered again. And I'd get sidetracked, you know, watching YouTube or, or yeah. scrolling for Instagram. Um, I found out my motivation is almost directly linked to gaming. Now, I love painting and I love the hobby aspect of it and I love yeah. painting. But if I buy a unit for my army, which I tend to, you know, you play a game, oh, I need that unit. So I'll buy the unit. Yeah, and I really, yeah. really, 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 really want to get it painted. And I've got all the motivation in the world to get that done and finished. And I'll highlight it and I'll make it look great. Because all the time I'm thinking Thursdays, Thursdays, I can put these on the table. Yeah. If I pull my finger out, I can use these in the game. And because I haven't had the game, I haven't had the motivation to get anything done. Wow, yeah. So my motivation it is it is um, it is purely down to gaming. At some time, but then 
as an offshoot of that, I'll I'll have maybe a, a model that isn't in my army, and I'll do that at the same time. So multiple small projects. Uh, I know yeah. Dean's probably cringing, uh, no, but... but you know, no, I'll, paint, I'll paint cipher. You know, and oh yeah, yeah, that's cool. While I'm waiting for my blood letters to dry, or while I'm waiting for that to dry, I've put a load of wash on. Yeah. That, that's my final step for tonight. So let's move on to this. So yeah, yeah. like I said, my motivation is is mainly down to gaming. Yeah, man. I mean, mm-hmm. um, I'd, I'd with um the whole projects and whatever. I'd I I usually like to have one pro- uh, project from each gaming system. So I'll have something on my table from AOS, and I'll have something on my table from Forty K, just so I can do one model while one model's drying. It, it just I just feel more productive that way. Yeah, ah, totally. I, I wish I'd had that last year. You know, I, I painted an entire forty k army last year, <laughs> and I, I, we we spoke about this either last week or a couple of weeks ago. And the monotony, oh my god, the monotony killed <laughs> me. But you know, it was it was. I think it was the soldier in me was like, no, you got to get it done. You got to get it done. And, you know, <laughs> I think you know what having. You just said that, Steve. One 40k uh, project and one AOS. I might give that a try. Just so that if I get bored painting one, I can jump to the other. That's a really good idea, man. Yeah. Now, you see, leading on from that, during this lockdown, I think I've painted the most I've ever painted in my entire life through doing that. I mean, yeah. I think I spoke about it to you, Lofty, a few a few days yeah. ago, of how much I've actually painted through this lockdown. So, which, which is quite sorry, mad because you're one of the few of us that haven't actually been on lockdown. Yes, yeah, I know. I've, I mean, I've, I've, I've been I've been working solidly throughout this whole lockdown. The most weird shift, like starting at one o'clock, finishing at nine o'clock, then starting at four o'clock in the morning, finishing at one o'clock in the afternoon. And literally, when I get a spare minute, I'm sat at my paint desk and I'm looking at them going, right, I've got that, I've got that. I'll start with that, I'll start with it. When it's drying, I'll be on to something else. You stole my hobby mojo, man. (laughs) With that, I think, what? so what other paints, I've I've pretty much painted my entire Dark Angels force and the entire... um, Age of Sigmar Force in in this lockdown, so I think it's about one thousand one thousand five hundred points of Dark Angels, and I think about one thousand one hundred points of AOS I've painted. That is with doing that. Well, one thing's drying, moving on to something else, and just yeah. switching it out. And That's... what's also helped as well. Is my subscription to Spotify? <laughs> <laughs> just music. cracking the tune, crack it. Yeah, music. Honestly, I'll, I'll sit down at my desk, I'll put the music on, I'll let it play, and I go right. Ten songs I'm going to listen to tonight, and I'm going to do this much in it. What's your uh, what, what's on your Spotify at the minute? What would be what would be Chaplin. your song of motivation at the minute? <laughs> At the moment, it's Instinct by Chaplin. Honestly, I'm not going to repeat. It's the first song I will listen to whenever I sit down. Instinct by Chaplin. Because it's beautiful. Brilliant. brilliant. So, yeah, if anybody's right. out there, yeah, that's anybody out there, go and give Chaplin a listen. Lofty, a you want to say any more on that? What about you, Lofty? What's on your, what's on your Spotify slash uh, 
Not chapping a shit. Bloody um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll fight them. <laughs> um, my play. Oh god, I have all sorts, uh, but I find painting to metal is yeah. is my go-to Definitely. if it's music. Uh, I'm I'm into my death metal. Um, so at the minute, my Spotify, the last thing I listened to was, and this is going to sound quite forced, but it really isn't. It was Bolt Thrower. Um, <laughs> and anybody out there know that Bolt Thrower um, started at least as a as a Warhammer death metal yeah. band. <laughs> uh, so yeah so how about you do Justin Bieber Justin <laughs> absolutely amazing of course I'm um, no you know he's what? not actually... he's not lying <laughs> I will kick you in the nuts next time I could never do it no um, I'm rediscovering my love for Lemmy at the minute and I am yeah. the living death out of everything um, brilliant I'll tell you what else um, sort of keeps me going is uh, Audible and Warhammer books on Audible, believe it or not, are actually definitely you know, really, really good deal. Yeah. So I um, I recently listened to, I, I really wanted to delve into the fluff of, of the Raven Guard. So it was um, Deliverance Lost, it was Korax, it was, um, oh, what was the other one? Helion Rain, which is only a, a short story, but still really, really good. Um, but then I've just been watch uh, listening to sorry the Emperor's Legion, the Watchers of the Throne series, which is based around the Custodies. Um, fantastic, fantastic series of books. And then the latest one that I've just downloaded is Nemesis, which is one of the Horus Heresy books, and it's all about assassins. Um, I recently nice. painted, yeah, I recently painted a, a Vindicare and a Collectus. Lovely. Yeah, and uh, I was really proud of me, Vindicare, and I thought I want to delve into these guys a bit more as well. So, yeah, music, I'd, I'd absolutely agree with you 100% on the stage. And Audible, yeah. really, really good um, sort of resource to, to get your head around in order to get your, your motivation on. Right? Audible's brilliant. I, I do, yeah. I've got the subscription. They give you like credits every month, don't they? And I, I think that's what really enticed yeah, me. And- you pay. You pay your monthly and then you can just pick a book. Um, yeah, I think it's um, seven quid a month. You get one free credit, so you get one credit for seven quid. Um, and then you can buy three for like 20 quid or something. And considering yeah. each novel is twenty nine ninety nine, you know, it's it's worth doing if you're going to listen to them. So. Phenomenal value. Yeah. We're not it's sponsored really by Audible, by the way. <laughs> uh, but if Audible are listening, we are looking. Um, which is very <laughs> <laughs> Kate, Kate Hamer, if, if you're listening as well, darling, the Black Library rules, and we love you. So we absolutely love you. So the self promotion. Yeah. With this, the whole painting. Um, for me as well, if I can master a new technique, it also boosts my motivation as well. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I put it on my Instagram doing the OSL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a really uh, brilliant effort you did, actually. It, I tell you what, that was the first time I ever tried it and on those orc eyes, and I thought, wow, that first time, brilliant. Yeah. And it, it actually, you know, it kind of, it just gave me another, a, a, a buzz. Yeah. There was a really good um, white dwarf last year, uh, September, I want to say. Could be wrong. Um, and they had an article in it about object source lighting. And in it, yeah. one of the heavy metal team had just 
demonstrated how he'd done some Chaos Terminator eye lenses. And I think it was like a lantern on one of the Gloom Spike gits. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a fantastic article. The only sort of reason it lost me a little bit is because the guy, I really can't remember who it was. I'm ever so sorry, but he'd, he'd written in there. So I put the model into Photoshop and I thought, you flash twat. Yeah, that that was a really, really great um, effort that you did, Steve. Caliban Hellfire for anyone listening on Instagram. Um, oh, yeah. But um, what about yeah, new new techniques? Oof. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I did a um a painting course earlier this year with the Cult of Paint. Ah, yeah. Two lines, yeah. Andy and Henry, um, phenomenal, absolutely brilliant, brilliant guys, and their knowledge is staggeringly good, and they taught us how to glaze. Um, and it was sort of the whole focus of the course, how to glaze for light. Yeah. And it was, yeah, it was groundbreaking. And I absolutely agree with you. I came home and I tried a bit of sort of light work on, on one of my space marines. And it was just, yeah, it, it's a game changer, man. It really is. So, yeah, I, I agree with you. Every, every bit of that statement, Steve, a new technique, try and learn a new technique. Yeah. What about you, Lofty? I know you're one for trying new things out in, in the painting world. I'll try new things out, and then when they don't work, I'll try it my own way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and sort of come up with, with different things. I've tried the OSL. At the minute, I'm really enjoying painting metals. Um, yeah. There's a lot of them on my juggernauts, so I really... And weathering. I quite like weathering. Um, you're brilliant. And learning all of the different tricks. Thank you. <laughs> um so yeah, it does. I think once you you're right with what you say. Once you you try and try and try and try, and maybe you fail a little bit, and you you come down a little bit. But then once you've nailed it, and then you can go on to that next model and do it. You want to do it on all of them? Yeah. Mm. I went for a bit with the OSL and making the, the eyes bright and yeah. glow and whatever. I did it on really? my juggernaut and I thought brilliant. And then before I knew it, all my juggernauts had glowing green eyes. Yeah. And I'm trying to find other ways to put that into everywhere else at the minute. <laughs> so are you going to give um, non-metallic metal a go, are you, Lofty, or is that what you're actually doing? I'll give non-metallic metals a go, but I'm not very good at, at blending and finding yeah. the right things. It's still something I'm going to keep on working at, keep on working at. But I like, personally, my personal preference is I prefer realistic metals. Yeah. Yeah. So I like the rust, I like the oxidisation, and I think um, the nihilus oxide, uh, no, yeah. absolutely beautiful paint. And the first time I properly used it was on the Corpse Rack Mausoleum, Garden yeah. of Moore. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, God, I remember that. That was absolutely <laughs> sexual. Look at that. That was... and, <laughs> and it was that that made me go, oh, weathering. Uh, you know, yeah. like, I've, I'd seen it. And there's a lot of things that I follow on Instagram now. that They call it the grimdark technique. Yeah. And it, it's toning everything down, high contrast and stuff. And there's some absolutely brilliant, phenomenal pieces of work. And they, watching them and seeing their stuff motivates me to try those sort of things. Yeah. So my techniques are, are directly linked to what I've seen before. Yeah. So um, with... Re- regards to um, 
just going to jump back a, a minute because it's something we've uh, just want to cover it. Let's talk about it again. When um, I think it was you, Dean, said you, um, you've got everything's all compartmentalized and whatever. If a few things are out of place, would it put you off? Uh, just sort of sitting sitting down one day, you see something's out of place, and you go, you know what, I can't do it. I need to, I'll, I'll have to do something else. Um, not so much. I'm I'm not OCD in the sense of everything has to be perfect, but I do sort of take three or four minutes beforehand to check and make sure I've got everything I've got. Um, certainly, if you know I'm I'm doing a new project, so I started my uh, Seraphon a, a couple of months ago. Um, yeah. So I spent about a week sort of drawn out what colours that I would want and what you know what what I want this to look like and this to look like and so on and so forth. So I, I spent a little while making lists and making sure that I had everything that I, I needed so that when I did yeah. come to paint, um, you know, I, I, I made sure that I had everything. But I think with regards to your question, if something's out of place, no. If I found that I didn't have something that I needed, yes, I would stop the project and I would go and get it, even if that meant yeah. something for the evening. Excuse do me, you ever, then... on that, dude, do you ever substitute? So say you did, you overlooked something. Would, would you, because that one thing wasn't there, would that be a definite stop or would you sort of take 10 minutes to go, you know, could I get around this a little, a, a different way? I think it depends on what it is. It, it totally depends on what it is. Can, can I just jump in there? Yes, of course, man. Wait, when you said it depends what it is, earlier you mentioned about building that repulsor. Yeah. And you and you said it was a and I said it was a pain kit. Now, yeah. when I was sticking it, I don't know if you found the same thing, but I found, like I said, I stuck some bits wrong, and I thought. You know what? I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna get around this somehow. And I started cutting the bit bits away, and I managed to do it. And it looked. I managed to get it looking fine. I was like, "Awesome! It's brilliant! It's 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 all looking fine." Did you find the same thing? As in, you managed to stick something wrong for some reason, or I don't just, think I managed. Was it just to a pain stick. to stick? Yeah, I don't think I managed to stick anything wrong, but there was a lot of gaps. Um, in yeah. sort of the side panels, um, and I and I ended yeah. up having to fill them, and I you know nothing seemed to line up right now. That could have absolutely been my own, um, you know, inexperience at the time of building what was quite a, a yeah. fairly complex kit. Um, but having looked back, and certainly sort of seeing other people's um, efforts on Instagram and on Facebook and so on and so forth. Yeah. I don't think that we're alone when we say it. Um, but when when I say it, it depends what it is. And and with regards to your question about substituting things, if it's a yeah. pain that I can get away with, so or I can make or I can blend on my wet palette or something, generally that won't put me off. Um, if it's you know, well, I don't really even really know because I've never I've never faced this before. You know, I've never I've never really had an issue. Um, if hmm. I wanted to build a squad of custom Marines, for example, so we see the assault intercessors that are coming out soon. Let's say that I, I want. Wait. Yeah, me neither. Let's say that I wanted <laughs> to some six months ago. Yeah. 
um, I wouldn't have started painting them until I knew I had everything. Yeah. If, if that's what you mean. So I wouldn't have like painted yeah. the bodies, the heads, blah, 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 if I'd not had the chainsaws to stick with them. If, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I think you've touched on quite a good point there. So if you kit bashing, you're, the way you're doing it, and I think it's the way it has to be done, you have to have all the pieces yeah. before you start. You can't buy a box of intercessors, and if there's no heads in that box, start them. No. Uh, so it's the same as if you're assembling bits from that kit, that kit, that kit. Uh, that makes perfect sense. Uh, yeah. like, all I was thinking, I did the same. Like I'd run out of moot green. Uh, again, mm-hmm. back onto my eyes. And that was the only way I really knew how to make those eyes really pop. Yeah, And I'd run out of it. So I had to, I had to give up at that point. I couldn't change the colour <laughs> or substitute it. Yeah, I just wondered if you'd, you'd cross that same sort of thing. And whether it was, uh, oh, well, I'll move on to the next thing, or no, I'm stopping until I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know what you mean. Um, yes, I would stop. I would stop. I mean, there's, there's been times where I've had that and I've gone, oh, no, I've, I've, I haven't got any, let's say, for instance, Dark Reaper. And I've literally I've put everything down. I've gone to the shop. I've gone, I've gone and got it and come back. I've just... I, just, just so I can carry on. Yeah, and I think that comes <laughs> down it's... from. Yeah, I think that comes down to being so structured, because I yeah. have to do things in a certain order, otherwise I can't. I, I feel like a project isn't completed properly. Um, that's down to one being a mechanic, because you've got to do things in a certain order. Yeah, and two, you know, just sort of. I think my own mindset in that I do have to do things A, B, C, blah, blah. I can't jump around and I can't just yeah, it, it, it doesn't work yeah. for me. Uh, but um, it's like like I said, my, give it a try, you know, having two things on your desk, doing one thing, yeah, as it's yeah. trying, go to another thing and just keep swapping. And you you'll find for me, like I said, I've I've managed to paint that much in, in the in the lockdown through it. I, I, I think, think- Go on, sorry, Lofty, mate. I couldn't. <laughs> Don't worry. I, I didn't know what happened. Uh, no, um, well, I, think, yeah, I think, yeah, like that, your structure is definite. Like, you've got two types of painters you've got your, your very structured and you've got your very erratic. Yeah. And I think, as an erratic painter, I do find that saps my motivation sometimes because my right. desk is too cluttered. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I do try, you know, like try and keep it tidy <laughs> and the other, and try and say I'll, I'll only do these five different projects at the same time. Yeah, uh, but that sort of carries on in my life anyway. I'm quite a disorganized person. Yeah, you know, but I want it's my head. I want to do this, that, and the other all at once. Well, so, tell you what, mate, however you're doing it, you're getting fucking good results. So, <laughs> on some things, but my box of shame is looking horrible. Like <laughs> the amount of part built kits and part painted stuff. I mean, I still haven't finished the Warcry set. Uh... <laughs> so, say... go on. Sorry, sorry, Steve. Yeah, sorry, just just quickly. So, say you're painting, just for instance, a set of intercessors, let's say, and you, you're going through, you've got you've got nine fully painted you're on the 10th and all of a sudden you get you go you, you put paint of a certain color where it shouldn't be do you look at it and go oh no 
I've got to repaint the whole thing now. Or do you go, how can I just get around that? Can I get around it by just shading that bit there? Or can I just mix that in there? Do you know, do you know what I mean? So you're talking about basically a paint slip? Yeah. If, no, I'd, I, I won't repaint the whole thing. I won't. Um, generally, just find a way around it. Yeah, you can cover things up. My my paint scheme is fairly simple anyway. I think I use yeah. about five or six colours on each marine. Characters yeah. are slightly different, but um, so you know, it's it's black, it's white. There's a bit of metallic yeah. blue in there, some some gold, a bit of red here and there, and some brown. So if I make a mistake, generally it's not going to be a big one. No. Um, so yeah, I, I generally just try and fix it. But to answer your question. Well, it wasn't even a question to sort of come back to your statement. I've got nine fully painted ones and I'm onto the 10th. No, that, that wouldn't happen. No. Like, I, 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 <laughs> so, so I, there's I always ways you can, yeah, I do always ways you can cover up and then I do all of another color and then all of yeah. another color. So, you see, I mean, it's about paint slips. I mean. You've seen my you've seen my Dark Angels. I I like doing a lot of the, bat, the battle damage and chipped armor and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I think ah, if I put a bit of paint there, I can just cover that up with some Necron compound or yeah. some typhus corrosion or even a bit of blood. Yeah, and this so. is why I love weathering. Uh, yes, <laughs> <laughs> I've got to get into weathering, man. I've got to give it a go at some point. I've never tried it. It's an amazing thing to, and it's quite hard to get around and. I really want yeah. to hear your views on it once you once you do, go into it because you paint your model as neatly as possible and you can you do all these and you highlight it and then you attack it. So half of the stuff it's kind of like painting the inside of a rhino. You know it's there, painting really nice, but then you're yeah. going to shut the doors on it and no one's ever going to see it. Yeah, it's, that's the weathering for me. If you make a mistake, you can cover it up. That's great, but you could do something absolutely amazing and then I'll just grab a sponge and I'll grab blood for the blood god and I'll dab it all over and that bit that I've spent 10-15 minutes on that looks absolutely fantastic you can't see any of the highlights because it's covered in blood yeah. uh, or mud or <laughs> or whatever <laughs> but, but that's, that's your own personal pride though mate you know you know that it's been done oh that's yeah. it it's just it's a, it's a very weird thing to, to sort of have this model and it's pristine you're like oh that's painted really well yeah, it's going to be muddy in a minute. Like, and yeah. you just go like, blah 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 blah, blap it all over. I think I was talking to Tom about it the other day. On yeah, one of paint chats, and he was saying, you know, I love this bit because it's just weathering, you know, and yeah. you just muddy it up at the bottom, and it's quite a good stage. I'm definitely going to give it a go when I when I start my chaos nights. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think the reason I've never touched on is, you know. I've mentioned before, I've been painting not even 18 months now. Well, perhaps 18 months now. And I did so much of my army um, without any sort of weathering because I had no knowledge of it. I didn't know it existed. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know how to go about it. So by the time I'd sort of come into the the weathering uh, circles, if you like, um, the vast majority of my models were painted. And it's like edge highlighting um only really my characters are edge highlighted and hmm. it's because i didn't really know about it um as daft as it sounds i sort of i didn't pay much attention i wanted to learn how to get paint on smoothly 
get it on yeah. correctly before I tried any of these techniques. It sort of jumps back to your point earlier, Steve. Um, but definitely, I mean, one one of the lads um, down the club has made a, a comment that each I, sh- I should make four chaos nights and I should dedicate each one to, to a different god. And I think that's such an amazing idea. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So I was sort of hinting to, to me missus earlier and I was like, do you want to see what I'm getting myself for Christmas? And she looked at me and said, this a hint? No. Chaos night page open. But um yeah, <laughs> no, the, the twenty two links I've just sent you, that's the hint. Yeah, that's it's just what I just an idea. You know, I'm not saying that you should get me a, I'll be happy with socks. But um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think weathering is, is something that I'm I'm gonna give it a go on. And you know, this comes back to the original point of the chat. Learning a new technique is going to motivate me hugely. Yeah. Because definitely. I'm gonna research it, I'm gonna look at it on social media, I'm gonna look at it on YouTube and see yeah. how best to do it for each particular model. But so, the thing is, with techniques, there's that many YouTubers out there they they're all doing the same technique, but in their own different ways. Yeah. And you just got to find a way that works for you. And as soon as you master that technique, like I said, it's just, it's going to be one hell of a buzz. Yeah, man. I can't wait. I really, I'm really looking forward to it. So. Yeah. So I'm just going to jump back slightly to the whole, um, whole paint slip comment. And it's obviously been painted to a bit of an accident depending on your view on it. But um, what would you say your biggest hobby accident is? Good hell. Um, in my wallet, every single time I go into the workshop. <laughs> um, That's not, by this time, it's not an accident. Yeah. You hand your wallet yeah. over. Yeah. The first couple of times were an accident. After yeah. that, you should have learned. Like, well, I accidentally learned. fell into the shop and, you know, accidentally... Uh, Set of centurions fell into my basket. Um, oh dear! <laughs> what a shame! I hate when that happens. Ooh, I mean, I don't know. I'm going to let what... you answer this first, Lofty, because you've been in the hobby a bit longer than me, and it's going to take something to think. My biggest hobby accident. I mean, I've cut my finger a couple of times with with a hobby knife. Oh yeah, I did that the other day. <laughs> um, I, I don't tend to do it anymore. Um, you do it a couple of times, and then you realise using blood for the blood god technical pain is better than using your own blood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I suppose other than the, the odd like I've glued a couple of things on wrong, and it's completely ruined the model. I've had to like completely destroy yeah. the model again to build it back up, but it's never the same. I suppose my other. The only real one is probably spilling normal oil. Oh, God, the pain. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can agree with that one. Yeah. The thing, yeah. The other thing I've done as well is drinking a cup of tea, picked up the wrong cup, and took a massive swig of paint water. <laughs> oh, paint water drink. Like, it, it's, it's, an, it's an acquired taste. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. Lead belcher doesn't taste nice. Uh, not when it's mixed up with water. No. No. no, no. It <laughs> <laughs> I've I've broke like aerials off models by accident. I've stuck my finger. I've I've been blowing things. I've stuck my finger to a bit. 
pull, move your finger and pull the whole thing apart, you know. I'm, I'm forever breaking little bits. I mean, my, my 40k army is Drukari. Yeah. I'm sorry, but the, the Games Workshop cases, they look amazing. They are amazing. But yeah. If you've got pointy models, those no, cases, amazing. absolutely hate them. I've yeah. lost count the amount of Ravagers, and I've done them, and they've got a nice flagpole and a spike, and yeah. poor, poor dude stuck with his head through a spike. And by the time I get onto the club or anywhere I'm playing, I'm picking pieces out um, yeah. and trying to untrap them from foam. Yeah. Uh, so I've probably stood on a cultist as well at some point. <laughs> Any ideas think, yet, Dean? You know what? I don't think I've had anything major yet. Um, no. Truthfully, like I've, I've lost the odd head, you know, in the yeah. carpet. And like you see, I've, I've cut myself once or twice, put myself on the hot glue gun, sort of making a bit of terrain. Um, I've never spilt any, any paint, which I'm very, very happy about. Fingers crossed, yeah. I never will. Um, but no, you know what? I don't think I've ever had, truthfully, a, a major accident. I, I don't but that being said, that, that must mean that a year and a half of nothing, there's a big one coming. Yeah, <laughs> just don't don't drop Castle Grey School. Oh, for the love of <laughs> that. Don't jinx it. Oh, the dog came in. The dog came running in the other day, and I was I was gluing bits on, and I sort of had it on my lap because it was a funny angle, and he hit me chair, and I've gone flying across because it's laminar floor, and he whacked into me chair, and he jumped up and get down, you little shit, you know, as the stone bricks and in bits of cardboard flying everywhere. <laughs> I was like, I've either going to drop Castle Grayskull or my dog's going to eat a bit of XPS food. <laughs> oh, for the love of God, what's going on? But um, no, I don't think I've had anything major, if I'm perfectly honest, lads. I think I'm You're very, very lucky, lucky there, mate. Yeah. You are very lucky. I think I am. Uh, give it time. Give it time. Exactly. Yeah. I don't no. want to speak too soon. Yeah. So, with that, is there anything you boys would like to add? No, I think I'm all right. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, motivation. I, I think it just comes and it goes. And I think one thing that to take away from talking about motivation throughout all of this is if you start it to become, I think Dean pushed, sort of toyed with this earlier, saying something uh, when he said last year he was constantly hobbying, constantly hobbying. Give yourselves a break because it's not yeah. a race. So if you do find your hobby motivation is sapping, there's nothing wrong with you. We all dip yeah. in and dip back out. Yeah. But there's nothing wrong with that. And I think yeah. with all the Instagram stuff and all the, the YouTube stuff, and you see these people that are highly motivated, of course they're highly motivated. They're getting paid to do it. Yeah. yeah they have true. to promote their stuff. So you'll see, um, you know, your professional Instagram, your professional YouTubers, that's their living. Yeah. They're going to be doing it day in, day out. And I bet there's some days they really can't be asked to do it. Definitely. Yeah. Just because you're so, watching them, you, you can take a break. Yeah. yeah. So basically, take take give yourself a break. Because you, you don't want hobby burnout, do you? No. no. I think I, I would add to that. Be proud of what you produce. Exactly. Even if you don't think it's as good as somebody else's. Do you know what I mean? Just, just be proud of what you produce. So long as you've yeah. given it the best shot you can, 
And I think more importantly, so long as you've learned something from it, yeah, you know, be be proud of what you've you've produced. We all started somewhere. Some people are artistically gifted. I'm not, in the sense of creativity. You know, I can paint uh, lines and I can do this great. Couldn't design anything. You know, I'm I'm absolutely no good whatsoever at that. But yeah, you know, look at your models, whether it's two thousand points, whether it's twenty thousand points, and just think, you know what? I'm I'm happy with that. Yeah. yeah. And don't compare yourself to, like you said, the, these people that have been doing it for 15 and 20 years. Exactly. You know, if, if I compared myself to Carl down the club, I would never oh, pick up the paintbrush again. No. I, I wouldn't. But, you know, he's, he's the nicest guy you'll ever meet and, and he would never... He's probably the most humble guy you'll ever meet as well. I definitely... And, and yeah. I say this with no... No sense of nepotism. I fancied his chances at the Golden Demon this year. Oh, really did. Yeah. I I genuinely did. I think Carl's been painting since I've been in nappies. Probably. He's been doing it a while. (laughs) He's been... Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's that's where it is. is, You will get to that point. But he never raced. He never raced to get there. Exactly. Just pick up a brush, persevere, go at your own pace and enjoy it. Exactly. Remember, it's a hobby. Yes. Remember, it's a hobby, not a job. Exactly. No. Couldn't agree and with, with that, and with that, are we all happy? You know yeah. what? I, th- I think so. I am. Um, I think I'm. You know what? As, as cliche as it might sound, I think it. It's this talk is going to spur me to get my arse into gear, to get my shed done, so I can paint something. There you go. Brilliant. You know I mean? Absolutely so, brilliant. How yeah, do you man. get a hobby motivation? Listen to yeah. the Hammer and Anvil. Definitely. Because we all know exactly what we are talking about. Yeah, and if we don't, we'll <laughs> pretend like we do. Yeah, and I said that with a straight face. Yeah. yeah. It's been a good chat tonight, boys. It has been excellent. Thanks for hosting, Steve. I've really, really enjoyed this one. Yeah. Yes, mate. It's Very been good. an absolute pleasure having a chat with you two tonight. And with that, thank you for listening, everybody. And until next time, we've been Hammer and Anvil. Good night. If you guys have enjoyed this episode, please give us a subscribe. We're going to be coming at you weekly with more of these topics and discussions. Thanks for listening.